Welcome to another episode of NBA present NBA betting presented by Rose and Balls. 2023-24 season prediction, right? We we went through the East, we went through the West. Now let's do some of the awards. And we're gonna start randomly here. We're not gonna go through we wanna leave the best for last, obviously, which is MVP. But let's walk through it, all right? So We'll do some interesting ones right off the bat, okay? Let's go with Coach of the Year first. All right, there's a couple of candidates here, but usually the way it works in the NBA, this is a regular season award, so it's the team that overachieves the most. So now we got to really look back. We look back at the standings that we did and figure out who's going to overachieve. Fine. So look, and then you also want to pick, like, a guy that, um, you know, uh, who get that support. So first, like, it's really about who's going to be, like, one of the top several seeds in each. So, like, Mike Malone's a candidate, right? Denver repeats. They might want to give him his flowers. Um, he's going to be a candidate. I think if the Grizzlies finish with a top two seed and they withstand that early John Morant suspension, you got to get credit to Taylor Jenkins. He's going to be in the running. Uh, and then a couple surprise candidates. I think if... The Knicks obviously have a good year, as I'm expecting them to. You got to throw Tom Thibodeau in there. He's going to be a big-time candidate. And then another candidate, if Philly really jumps up against that two seed, that's going to be interesting. I think Nick Nurse will be a candidate as a result. Okay, Who are some of these other candidates that might, that might pop up? Uh, I think Indiana is going to excel. I think they'll be a lot better than people think. So you're going to have Rick Carlisle as a candidate. You typically don't see Coach of the Year, though, for those teams that get, like, the 7-8 slot. It has to be a little bit better. I think uh, Mark Denegalt, I can pronounce the name, OKC's coach, he's going to be another big candidate. So those are going to be, like, the core six I think you're going to look at, okay? And right off the bat, like, it's going to depend on – so I think it's it's going to be Michael Malone's uh, sort of award to lose, if you will, right? So, like, if Denver gets the one seed, there's no other uh, obvious team, then it's Malone. He's, like, safe pick. But I, I think there's going to be another, another team out there, right? And then the next step is, okay, Memphis gets two. If Memphis is two and Denver is one, then I think Jenkins gets it. But then if Philly or New York usurp Milwaukee and get a, a one, or a two even, one of those coaches will, will get it. And ultimately, I think that's what's going to happen. I think you're going to have, um, you know, the hardest situation is looming in Philly, so I don't love it for, for Nurse. I just think that's a lot to deal with. That could hurt them in the standings, right? I think Carlisle could be the early favorite. People are going to talk about him. People are talk about Mark uh, Dinelgat on OKC. But ultimately, my prediction is going to be Tom Thibodeau will be the coach of the year because I think the Knicks are going to at least jump to two. I think there'll be a top two seed. And even with the three, he's going to get consideration. Right? I, I just feel like a lot of a lot that's going to be an overachieving right off the bat. I think a lot of teams uh, are, aren't going to see, or a lot of people aren't going to see the Knicks as being, you know, better than last year, which was like a five, right? And they they served, they you you know did better. If they're a top three, I think Thibodeau's getting it. So I think of those teams, you know, if the Knicks are top three, they're getting it. And that's better than all those other scenarios. So Knicks at three beats out. Um, 
Philly at two, let's say, it beats out Memphis at two, and it beats out Denver at one. It's like it's a, a bigger overachiever. Okay. Now, um, you know, are there other big overachieving things that could top that? Again, like like if Indiana jumps up to five, maybe if OKC jumps up to five, maybe Mark gets it. So those are the only, I think, it has to be like 5-4, really, to, to jump a, a Thibodeau, uh, the Knicks at three. So as long as the Knicks get a top three, which I think they will, Thibodeau is my coach of the year. So that's coach of the year, top Thibodeau. But those other guys in consideration. Okay. Now, look, Will Hardy, Utah, sure. But I, I don't, I don't, I think the other teams, if, if, if the Jazz get to eight, that's still not enough. Last year, he was sort of the darling because Utah had that early start. People were talking about him. And then, you know, the, the Jazz went back to, to kind of the rebuild stage. Frank Vogel, people are floating around. Look, Phoenix will be – they got to be number one for Vogel to get it. they got to be the top seed for him to get it. But it's looking at overachieving. Now, the only problem is, like, the public, the perception in all that, they don't love Thibodeau. He already got a coach of the year. I don't – there is that factor, which could play. He just, like – the media doesn't like him. Like it's it just there's a thing there, so that could impact his coach of the year odds. Nurse also won it before, and like that could also exist for him. That could loom a little bit, right? So, and like he's a brand new coach. A lot of times they want to give guys their due. So Mike Malone, could, you know, again, like if I was a betting man, I'd give it a tips. I just think that's the best. That's gonna be the best value bet. If you want a safe bet, you know, you do Mike Malone. He's the safest bet, or Taylor Jenkins. Right, you feel like Memphis is still going to be good, but Denver is still going to be good if there's no other sort of quote unquote crazy story, right? So, so, so basically, Mike Malone gets it if it's a normal season. If Denver gets the top seed, if Milwaukee gets the the East top seed, and it's like Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, in some order, and then the West, like Phoenix, uh, is is two or three. Memphis is 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 third only. Right, and they don't even get the fifty wins, but the third, right? So, like, if there's sort of like a, if the if the same season plays out from last year, you know, they're they're gonna likely give uh, Mike Malone his flowers. Okay, that's coach of the year. Let's go with six man of the year. Now, look, uh, uh, there's gonna be a couple caveats with six man. First, there's gonna be a controversy of like, well, how often this guy start? My first guy that I think is gonna be the running is Marcus Smart on Memphis. Okay, now look, it depends on. Do they even start him or not? Well, to start the year, they're probably going to start him, okay? But technically, he'll be the sixth man. Why? Because John Moran's come back after 25 games, so he won't start more than 50. So that's going to be a technicality, right? Now, the other question is, if Moran plays, when he plays, is Smart the opposing guard? You, you figure he might be because, look, they still have Tyus Jones. They just got Derek, Derek Rose. I'm sorry, Tyus Jones went to Wizards. They still got Derrick Rose there. Is that enough to be backup? I don't know. I think they got smart to be the sixth man when Jock comes in. I think they'll start, you know, Concher um, and, and Bain at the wings. I, I don't think they're going to start. The Brooks thing was addition via subtraction. I don't think they start smart as the opposing guard. It's just too few spacing. So smart's one guy. I think he'll, again, it'll be a technical thing. The other thing to look at is Charlotte. Like someone's coming off the bench in Charlotte, right? They're going to have. Again, we talked about this. They're going to have Ball, Rogier, Hayward, Miller, Bridges, right? Washington. There's a lot of guys there. Who's coming off the bench, right? 
So it depends on who's the guy that is. If it's Rozier, he's going to be in the running. If it's Hayward, he's in the running. If it's, you know, P.J. Washington, which it could be, he's in the running too, right? The only guy who's not in the running is Mikel Bridges. I think the last thing the NBA wants to do is give credit to Mikel Bridges for anything. Um, or sorry, Miles Bridges. So he won't get it, but that's another option. Another guy to look at. So those first two are kind of like it depends on how the rotation cracks out. But again, you got to look at Vegas for the odds. Another guy who's a good call, Spencer Didwitty on Brooklyn. The Nets are already signaling to start the year that Simmons is going to be their starting point guard. Okay. Very significant news because that means Dinwiddie will not be their starting point guard. It'll be their sixth man. Dinwiddie's meant to be a sixth man. Right? Perfect for that type of thing. But again, it depends on how many games he ends up coming off the bench. Simmons gets injured and all that. I like that bet. I like Dinwiddie a lot in that role. And I still think Brooklyn's going to be a playoff team, so they're going to be in there. What about last year's potential sixth man of the year, Emmanuel Quickly? Well, the thing is, Brunson's going to get a lot of minutes. Grimes is there. Look, Quickly's still in that six-man role. They got rid of Rose to clear the way. Fournier is out of the rotation. Who knows what's going on with him? So Quickly is, is probably your your lowest odds. I don't love the value, okay? But cause I, And I think someone else is going to put up better numbers. But Quickly's there. Here's another one. Kobe White in Chicago. Kobe White played great. The second half of the year, um, they're not going to want to start him, Levine, and DeRozan, and Vooch too much. Okay, they're probably going to start AO, and those Kobe White's are six-man there. And he's like the epitome of a six-man. He's kind of giving them what, what Ben Gordon used to. You know, it reminds me of a, a, a second coming of when Gordon was six-man. Kobe White is another good call. Right? Do we not do we forget anybody? Like Atlanta, someone's playing six-man. Right? If they start Young and Murray... Then Bogey's there, um, and if Atlanta's like a top six seed, Bogey's going to be in that running as well. I don't think they want to start Bogey at the three. They're going to want to start probably A.J. Griffin there, or they're going to do Hunter um, and, and um, you know Jalen Jackson. So, you know, Sadiq Bay, right? I, so I think Bogey is, is a good call. Um, and then, you know, some random ones that, that could pop up, right? Like, look. Peyton Pritchard's going to get 30 minutes on Boston. Brogdon's going to be out. He's going to get the minutes at sixth man. So does he produce enough points? I don't think he'll be consistent. That's like a, a very, if you want to go like super high value, be my guest. Um, you know, go through the teams. Cleveland's toast with that. You know, um, Indiana could have something interesting there. You know, McConnell's going to get a lot of minutes. Um, it is too deep, though. They're not going to be as reliant as one guy coming off. So, as a betting man, quickly is probably your your best odds. If if I wanted to get a good value play, I might like Kobe White. I know that sounds kind of wild, but um, there's really no other better options there. Indiana is just too deep. Okay, so like, and it's 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 arguable who's going to be the sixth man. Buddy Heald is he the sixth man there? It makes the most sense. They got Nate Smith, Matherin. Um, probably starting, Buddy. Buddy has a six-man mentality, but again, Buddy was upset in Sacramento when he was six-man. So I don't know if Indiana's going to want to repeat that role for him. You know, the Lakers. I don't think it's anybody. Again, they, they might do something drastic where they throw Russell in there. I, I don't. I don't see it. You don't have any any of these Isaiah Thomas, Chris Gatling though. Though, like before, we just had like your number one score coming off the bench because it made sense, right? 
This is probably the toughest award of the awards to predict. Um, but yeah, I, I personally like the value that Kobe White brings. I think they just lost Drogic. Uh Ball's not coming back anytime soon, as we know. Caruso's obviously still hanging around. I, I like Kobe White. Dinwiddie's not a bad call either. I like those two, if you want to hedge for a six-man of the year. Uh, I can go either way. Kobe White's probably got the best value. Dinwiddie's a bit safer. You know what you're going to get. All right, let's go with Dinwiddie. Fine. Fine. Spencer Dinwiddie, six-man of the year. Because he's going to put the numbers, and, and he's not going to start per what Brooklyn's talking about. All right, let's keep it going. Rookie of the year. Look, it's not going to be Wemby. Okay, let's just start right there. Um, they're, they're going to bring him along slowly. You know, he's not going to get more than 25 minutes a night. They're going to be extra careful for him. And, you know, not playing back-to-backs with the height and all that. There is not a, a chance, you know, he wins it. I think it's the worst bet. Brandon Miller, I think it's just too sporadic. He, Brandon Miller's going to get an opportunity. He, he could throw uh, a, when KD had one and shot like 40% from the field, right? Like Miller's going to have an opportunity for sure. Uh, and the other guy's obviously Scoot. It's going to be one of those two. Now, it's Scoot for me if, if they move off from Lillard, which I think they will. They're going to have to. So, assuming Portland moves off from Lillard, Scoot's the obvious pick. Okay. Brandon Miller, I just think there's too much There's too much depth in Charlotte. I think Charlotte's going to be a bit better than Portland, which means, like, they're going to be playing him less down the stretch. Maybe for a playoff spot. And, and you know, they got Hayward. You know, I don't know if Uber Jr. is coming back. They got P.J. Washington. Bridges, obviously. So, a lot of other guys that could do so much similar things they could do from an offensive standpoint. This is a stat based award, right? It's like they're all all these teams are terrible. So it's like who is gonna who's gonna put up the best numbers? But Scoop giving us a point guard, the limited time he did at Summer League, high usage, all that. This 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 award was uh met for him. So I'm going to take Scoot Henderson and win rookie of the year. All right. Most improved player. And then we'll get to the big one. Uh I can't do the clutch thing. I just, I, I, you know, I don't know. Darren Fox is such a new award for me. I can't even do it. I have no idea how to even award the clutch thing. I can't. I've, I don't even know what it means. Brunson, I, I don't know. You just happen to have clutch plays? Like, it's just a weird award. Best clutch play. I, I can't even put a, a gamble. I don't even know if they're going to have the, the odds in books. Like, who would you take? Luca, I guess. Most improved player, usually like a second-year guy. Um. Right, so it's like the dozen Bain examples are, are the perfect ones. Like a rookie last year who looked like he was going to get in the zone and, and start getting more minutes, um, and, and then really you know take off. So it's like okay, what rookie players are now in better position to be successful in year two? Right. So right off the bat, like this is going to sound like a silly one, but um, I kind of like Payton Pritchard is not a bad call. He's going to get way more minutes now. I mean, that's still a, a, a kind of a kooky thing uh, to put. Patrick Williams of Chicago. They're going to eventually have to give this guy more usage. Okay. Um, no one on down. No one in Denver. You know, look, for me, I like Cade Cunningham here. I think if he's healthy, this is, they're going to want to give him the award. Right. 
They're just going to want to give it to him. Okay. Um, which is why I think he gets it. You look around the league, there's not a better coming off an injury and all that jazz. That's really, really good. Um, and then we will get to MVP. Yeah, look, Cade to me also is going to play point. He's going to have a lot of numbers. I like that. All right, let's talk about MVP now. So this is actually an underratedly hard season, right? And, and it seems like in the past they've given MVP to people that are due, right? And they look at the era, and they're like, we have to make sure that, like, you know, like, and B got it last year, and that was, like, a weird – I think there's too much media involvement uh, leading up to it, like halfway through the year, you know, clearly Jokic shut a lot of people up, namely Kendrick Perkins and others, which is great to see. Like, I think it just, well, till he wins and da 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 like it's a regular season award, dude, right? So, like, for me, one of the obvious guys right off the bat is actually Nikola Jokic. Like, he he's actually got a shot. Uh, he's always a favorite. They're the best player on the best team. If he puts up similar numbers as he did last year, why wouldn't he? Even if they rest him a little bit. Like, he's never usually that hurt. So, yeah, I like I like Jokic a lot. That's, I know that's, like, the, the most no-brainer. I'll, I'll go through some other calls here. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are talking about Tatum. Tatum was a top-five guy. Again, it's going to depend on record here, right? Is Boston really like a one seed? If they finish one and Tatum's the best player, yeah, yeah, he could get. Okay. So Tatum is one, another one. Um, you look at, you know, Mitchell, I don't think is going to quite get there on Cleveland. I, I don't like them. Dallas, Luka, I think, is going to put up great numbers. Their team is so bad. That's an A-Rod, Texas situation. I don't, that doesn't really occur in the NBA, the award winning. Um, you know, the other likely candidate, okay, um, you know, Miami, I mean, Giannis is obviously going to be up there. If Milwaukee is the one seed, do they reward him? Again, that's like, you know, the Jokic, Giannis, Jokic and Giannis are always going to be, you know, among the top three, top four, as long as they're playing. Uh, I'll throw a couple of a good value ones, depending on the record, right? Like, look, I'm not a New York Knicks fan, but if the Knicks get a top three seed and Thibodeau wins coach of the year, or they're top two, right, and they're in that realm, Jalen Brunson is going to get MVP consideration. So while I don't think he may win it, I think if the odds are crazy, and you, you could, I don't know if you can with this, you could sell your ticket, and just and get that profit, right? So if he goes from like, let's see, now it's like plus ten thousand and it jumps to like plus five hundred, and you can make that difference. That, that's quite significant in a cash out process. I don't, I don't know if you can't though. You can do a swap pick or something. Someone wants to take that gamble, you know, maybe. Um, you know, that that's that's um, uh, that's New York, really. The only other, you know, and beat I don't think is going to, you know, I think people are pissed now. They're kicking themselves like, shit, we really shouldn't have given this to Embiid. I, I do, I do suspect that. Um, there's really no other, I mean, Shea, again, OKC jumps to five. He could start getting consideration, though I think a lot of that. Oh, by the way, Chet could also win comeback player of the year. Um, you know what? I'm not going to give it to Cade. Cade Cunningham could. Chet Holmgren is going to win it. Um, 
the yeah the other option right you got Shea mm. is it that tough Utah Memphis Washington yeah but look Tatum is probably the favorite if you want to make the safest pick it's probably Tatum I think just just based on like they're gonna to want to award people um, based around the era. You know, Tatum won an All-Star Game MVP. I think he's, he's going to literally shoot for it. Right? The Brown thing is looming, you know, and they, they got thinner. I think there'd be more reliance on him. Tatum is a good call. Tatum is probably the right pick. Jalen Brunson is the best value pick. Again, doesn't mean he wins it, but that's probably the best value you can get. But it's probably belonging to Tatum. Luke is the worst pick, in my opinion. I just think, like, I, I, if you could short sell, I would do that, right? And then, look, the Oscar Jokic is always going to be, uh, always going to be up there, but it's just, it's just not worth it, right? Uh, does anything else stand out, right? Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it, right? Okay, and, and really, um, those are the teams to pick through, though. Like, if you. You know, I do think the Knicks are going to overachieve a lot. I think the Celtics' top guy is going to put up good stats. I mean, it'd be great. It'd be great if they had like a thing like who's going to make the All Star team because I got some, you know, interesting picks there maybe. But yeah, MVP. Um. Yeah, I got to give it to Tatum. I think it's Tatum. Now let's look at Defensive Player of the Year. I know we skipped that one. Um, there's not. Like, Evan Mobley's always in the running. If Cleveland's solid defensive, which they are, is there any other obvious guys you can give Defensive Player of the Year to? doesn't have to be with a good team. It's just usually... This is a, this award's gotten just odd. You know, it used to always be, like, the best shot-blocking center. I don't think it's that. Like, you know, Gobert's not winning anytime soon, in my opinion. There's no other, like, obvious center that's you know, jumping up here. Um, the teams anymore besides Mobley. Like, the, the other teams don't employ. I, I'll give you a good one for Defensive Player of the Year. If it's not Mobley, I get another value pick. I like these value picks. Mitchell Robinson. Why not? Why not? Um, and those are going to be my, my awards. Yeah, look, I like a lot of Nick guys, but I think the Knicks provide the best value because I think they're going to, the, the, the media has gotten low on them. So that's what I'm thinking. And you can't convince me otherwise. And until next time.